Welcome to This On Season 5, Episode 24, where we watch Keeping with Up with the Kardashians. And this is Episode 200! Yeah. Uh, I'm Chris Lorenz. People, this is Episode 200. You can't have this kind of silence. <laughs> I believe we have Rob up next. Robert Kitts. Noah Singer. This is Brian. This is Max. I'm Harrison. I'm Kardashian. Uh, welcome. If this is the first time you're joining us, welcome. Good episode, episode 200. Uh, we do a different reality show each week where we watch one episode and we kind of go beat it to death with Minutia, finding out if it's good, bad, indifferent, or needs to be in a dumpster. All right, Rob, tell us which show we watch this week. We watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians. This is the current show description. Even though things are changing for the Kardashian family in ways they never expected, they are determined to remember that family always comes first. With their focus on motherhood, family, and expanding empires, the Kardashians are closer than ever and prove that family outshines everything else. That's Keeping Up with the Kardashians on E. I wasn't expecting a Fast and Furious like type of vibe come through in that show description Kim loves Corona Noah really you know family first all about family yeah so we didn't watch anything about Corona it was them on vacation in Bora Bora and I got two words for you it was a born born (laughs) what Chris Uh, I disagree about no Corona they found their beach what could be more Corona than that? Uh, that's fair. Uh, yeah, so... All right, Rob, introduce all the people in this episode, and we'll go through their stupid Bora Bora vacation. That yeah, so there's a, lot of, there's a lot of Kardashians. There's too many Kardashians. And this, we're doing for episode 200 that this is a reality show empire that uh, we haven't done any of before. I wonder why, because this, this show uh, is, is so good. Uh, Some may say we have not kept up. <laughs> we have not kept the, up. <laughs> with the Kardashians. We got it. We got it. Um, so there's, there's the, the three original sisters of Kim, Courtney, and Chloe, and their mom, Chris, and their brother, Rob. Those are the, that's the original Kardashians. Those are the only ones with the last name Kardashian. Then there's Chris's new husband, Bruce Jenner. At least as, as of this episode, he is Bruce Jenner. We can get into that later. And then Bruce and Chris have a few kids, Kylie and Kendall. And their, their last name is Jenner. And then there's a couple uh, man friends in this episode. Chris Humphreys was an NBA player who's dating Kim. And Scott Disick, who I don't think is married to Courtney, but he's uh, their baby daddy, and they have like a three-year-old. Wait, you mentioned more Kardashians that were in than what were in this episode. The, I, Kylie and Kendall were in the episode very briefly. They didn't, okay. I don't know if they had any lines, but they were there. How, okay, I I believe you. Uh, yeah. So what? Kim is the main one, right? Oh yeah. She's she's the leader of this whole crew. She right? kicked it all off with the sex tape. That, that's how it all got started. With whom? I don't know. Who is who is the guy? Was some rapper, I think. Noah, go to the corner, uh, find this out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a rapper. I, I want to say Chris Brown, but I don't think that's right. But I mean, I feel like you could say that uh, sort of the deceased father Kardashian kicked this all off by being a a celebrity of his own sort. Kicked it off by being friends with, with uh, OJ. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who played him in, uh, what was that TV show? It was uh, The People versus OJ Simpson, and it was David Schwimmer, who uh, oh, yeah. earned a place in my heart the way he impassionately said, juice, over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Highly recommended show. Very good. Oh, yeah, that Very was good. a great show. Very good. So the rapper is Ray J. That was the sex tape. Uh, yeah, I do remember this happening at some point. Clearly, this was before 2011, because this reality show episode was in 2011. 
Uh, question, was the guy that she had the sex tape with the guy that she was married to for a second when she was 19? No. Uh, she was married to some guy, Damon, um, Damon Thomas, who's a songwriter. Got it. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know what happens first. The initial, I, I we're just going to go into minor minutia right now. So, like, we're just going straight to the questions. There's no, like, through line that we give a fuck about in this episode. Like, doesn't matter. Uh, my initial thing starts with the initial part of this episode. Uh, so, pe- people are not willing to interrupt Chris, but people disagree with you, Chris. There are yeah, clearly so, points. There's there a good through line. There are multiple storylines that happen in this episode. There's oh. things that happen. <laughs> you know, we got the whole, is that guy's name Scott? Yeah. Scott. Yeah. We got the whole storyline with Scott. What storyline? We don't really have the backstory <laughs> on this, but for some reason, Scott is forbidden from drinking by Courtney. Courtney by Courtney. And just like, at, at various times throughout the episode, it's basically him hanging out with Rob. Rob. Rob, Bob, I'm not sure. Sometimes he calls him Rob. Sometimes he calls him Bob. I'm not sure what's happening, but they're hanging out a lot. And this guy's basically using hanging out. This guy's an excuse to drink a whole bunch. So there's kind of this whole storyline about that and how he's drinking a lot. And then that kind of, they were like, okay, we want to discuss that storyline. No one cares. Well, there, there's two other Chris, 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 time out. If you're going to just say no one cares every 30 seconds, this is going to be a terrible pod. You got to stop. That's the last one. Okay, fine. Fine. There were three storylines. That was one of them. There was another one where it's the 20-year wedding anniversary for Kris Jenner and um, Mrs. Kardashian. Bruce Jenner. Um, Bruce Bruce Jenner, Kris Kardashian. Thank you. That's why I was blinking. like, wait. And then the third storyline um, is in between Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphreys and their escalating re- re- relationship. Uh, you forgot the most important storyline. Well, I guess it kind of fits in with the Chris. When Chris throws Kim into the water and she loses the 70K diamond earring, but then mysteriously finds it in the, the bottom of the ocean, which seems very suspect. I mean, it was a pretty big diamond. And that water was crystal clear. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, there's a percentage po- like possibility that that happened. But I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't put a number to it. You guys, everyone in, has their own idea. What the here's, the most, here's the most baffling thing to me. After she gets thrown in the water by Chris Humphreys and loses a $75,000 earring and miraculously finds it and is so happy... Throughout the other parts of the episode, she continues to wear the $70,000 earrings while she's swimming. And it's like, there's no lesson learned here. Oh, my God. <laughs> she figured out that she has insurance. That's what it's for. I have I a question about the insurance. <laughs> Does getting insurance on an earring cause you just lose, like, cover just losing it because you're an idiot? No. I mean, you you can pay for that. I'm sure you can. So like, it's not going to be cheap. I guess if you pay enough, you could have a policy where you could just throw your earring out the sunroof and it's like good to go. But <laughs> I, yeah, that's, you know, I'm sure you could pay for that. Whether you're paying for like three or four of those, like a year while you, because you're paying for it, you know, it's the safety. So no, once the deductible is covered though, there's also a good time to mention. So, uh, Emmy and Courtney Sink, not Courtney Kardashian, who have been on this uh, pod before, are you, at least used to be big fans of the show to watch all the time. And so I've like seen a decent amount of episodes which were just kind of on TV while I was just in the room and doing stuff. And Courtney recommended this episode. She finds the the incident with the earring and the whole thing of how Kim acts in Bora Bora is a perfect encapsulation of this show of just being this rich person who's just out of touch with anything reasonable of what's going on and so like you're wearing these fancy diamond earrings in the water then you get, lose your mind because you lose it even though you got tons of money and it doesn't matter and then you're mad at your boyfriend who you say you're so in love with because he's like being playful with you and it's like that sums up the show perfectly i, I was thinking when we were watching it why this episode? Because we didn't really know why. We just knew like this was a good one. And so I was expecting like, oh man, it's the second to last episode of the season. There's going to be like a big climax at the end. And it actually never came. But I was like waiting for that big thing to happen. 
yeah, I mean, I get, I definitely didn't really think about it that much. But the beginning of the episode was good. Like, I liked the beginning was somewhat interesting. Uh, this, like, diamond earring thing. And you're right, Rob. I mean, I think the percentage points go a little lower, the fact that she keeps wearing these. Was she wearing them on the boat when they went to, like, swim with the sharks or whatever? I'm not sure about that, but there's definitely at least one other swimming scene where she was wearing them. Does she have a fake diamond that looks exactly the same that she can swap out when she's she's being uh, more risky with her with what she's doing? That'd be the smart move. That'd be a smart move. Yeah, like, the reality is this thing. No. Oh, sorry, sorry, go on, sorry, go on. Now the reality is like I I think the Kardashians are geniuses. Like whatever they're portraying on the show, they literally have taken nothing. Like, there's nothing of value and create a multi-billion dollar empire. Like, that is no easy feat. I'm just, like, I'm going to take a step back here. So, like, this, like, diamond thing is a perfect example of how set up is this show and how not set up is this show. Like... So the one storyline about this whole 20th wedding anniversary, like they tee it in with like they're at lunch and somebody says, oh, there's a tanker over there. And then so that Chris thinks it's about her. Wah, wah, wah. Look, look, I tank. Wah, wah, wah. I don't want to have a 20th wedding anniversary because I look like a tank. So like it's just like it's so seems so set up that I can't like. I can't really watch it. It's just, it's just, it's just kind of boring to me how set up it is. Uh, James, I mean, will you? Would you like to say something? We have a special guest. Oh, hello! Oh, <laughs> welcome, James. Did you actually watch the show? I have watched the show. I'm sorry. Big one. It's a big one, James. You can't miss the big ones. You can't miss the big ones. That's what they say. Everyone knows. All right, Harrison, what do you have to say about how set up this show is? I mean, there's definitely parts of it that seem like they're set up, and then there's parts of it that seem kind of... I mean, like, the moment when Chris Humphreys finds out that Kim Kardashian has previously been married seemed like a genuine moment of shock to Chris Humphreys. Like, and I'm not I, sure... I agree, was, yeah. But he was just like... Like, that guy had no idea what he was getting into when he came on this trip. It is pretty apparent. Um, I think that this this Chris Humphreys storyline is probably the most interesting one and probably the one where, like, the most big stuff happens. And then, you know, so obviously, you know, he's, like, dating her and he's been taken on this family vacation to, like, you know, vet him with the family and he's, like, doing this stuff, whatever, whatever, whatever. He finds out that she's previously been married, wasn't aware of that. There's some weird stuff that happens. But then... Uh, kind of inexplicably in the next time on at the end, he asks, he asks Bruce Jenner for his permission to uh, marry Kim Kardashian. And uh, so I looked like a couple of episodes ahead and it's basically like two episodes from now, the dude's fucking proposing three episodes from now they're getting married. And like this thing just ramped up so quickly for this guy. Four episodes divorce. Yeah, pretty much. It's what it seems like. Uh, it's pretty nuts, though. Just yeah. like Fast and Furious. It just keeps going fast. Yeah, I mean, that definitely felt the most real and the least set up what's going on here. Uh, I'm wondering if they just have, like, really good producers and, like, somewhat good acting skills to, like, set these things up. That seems seems the most likely scenario. Well, it's interesting thing about Chris Humphreys is that he just, he doesn't seem like he's an actor at all. And he like, his stuff feels real because it doesn't seem like he's capable of playing along with this stuff. And maybe that's like part of how the producer's skill of, of how they like use him and stuff. But like, the, the, like, that's the part that makes the earring thing seem kind of real is he seems genuinely confused about what the heck uh, Kim is going on about. <laughs> he's the J cut of this show. He might be the Jay Cutter. He needs to be more dismissive of the show. And then there's the, there's another thing with, that we might bring back to Jay Cut later. But uh, yeah, like this, like 
Chris Humphreys feels real, but that he also why he doesn't fit into the the, uh, <laughs> the whole thing. He does feel real, but he also gets very good confessionals. Right, like, and so I don't know how to balance out him like having the acting skill versus maybe just being very personable in the one-on-one camera. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's a good point. Do you think that they took like a vacation after their vacation? Like, this is their filming vacation, and then they have their real vacation. This isn't. This isn't Jersey Shore, Chris. <laughs> like, it's just you know, this is a work vacation. You know. Oh. Yeah, it definitely is. What's the um, filming schedule for this, Chris? <laughs> we'll get to it. Uh, as you can see, I'm already running out of things to say about this show. So, I mean, I, I, I feel like one of my strongest impressions in coming into this show and just kind of watching it is like, man, this seems like a really nice vacation to be on. Like, I would love to be at this resort. I'd love to be hanging out in Bora Bora. I'd love to be doing some of these activities. I don't know if it's just the pandemic and not really being able to travel, but like, this seems like a great vacation, even with all this bullshit happening. <laughs> I mean, the show is let's show off how wealthy I am yeah. and go on these baller vacations and wear these baller clothes. Don't you want to be like me? Like that's, that's the essence of the show. Oh, so definitely. obviously we all want to be on this vacation. Great. <laughs> yeah. I, I was surprised that they only gave like a very passing, uh, uh, product placement for the Hilton Bora Bora where they were staying. I would have thought they would have really leaned into that because I'm sure they're getting comp the room and everything else for getting them to stay there. You think oh, yeah, so? Definitely. So it worked. Oh. Uh, I mean, I guess they probably got more people to stay there after they went. So I don't think that's a bad investment. Like, I'm sure the producers called a bunch of different luxury resorts in different parts of the world and were like, hey, we're going to come and film and, and give you some publicity. What, what's, what, what are you offering? And then they'll uh, see who, who kind of had the best offer. How much do you think those villas on the water cost? I don't know, a lot. Depends <laughs> how, how, how nice they are. I've looked into this before because um, I wanted to go to, like, the Maldives or somewhere around there, you know, like, and stay in one of those, like, water bungalows. Um, it's a pretty wide range. What I imagine where they're staying at, we're looking at um, like five to ten thousand dollars a night. So, like a seventh of an earring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on, Kim. Stop being so materialistic. <laughs> Ugh. So materialistic. <laughs> I mean, that's all they kept telling her about the earring thing. The earring thing went on for like five minutes. Like. It's either got to go the whole length or it's got to be cut so much. Like, there wasn't anything else to say about it. But it was the best part of the show. That's what you said, right, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> so they had, they had to stretch that, it out. That, that's what's saying. It's saying a lot. I, was <laughs> say, I think it's, I thought it was pleasant that the show really had a good pace to it. Like, we were covering a lot of ground. We saw a lot of people. There were a lot of storylines. Like, I think of all the reality shows, like, at least this one was really moving. Something happened. Yeah. Yeah, like they they kept the pace going and for just jumping into a random episode in a random season. Um it was very easy to watch and like you didn't have to really know the characters at play. Um I give them a lot of credit. Like that takes craft to do in episode like 67 for them. Like the it was put together really well. I agree. The music like, was good too. I like the music. Uh Sometimes the music's really bad, so when it's good, I like to shout it out. Yeah. Like in one sense, a lot was happening, but like the, you know, these shows in general, like we haven't done a Kardashian show, but we've done these like just follow around someone famous trying to do their life show, and they're just they're super boring because like nothing happens. Like they're, just, they're not interesting. <laughs> what's going on? Uh, even though like you know, there's a bunch of different kind of plot points that happen, but it's just there's not. It's just not really interesting to kind of sit down and, and watch someone else be on vacation and not really do anything. Yeah. Think, hey, we're going to go look at sharks. Like, okay. <laughs> I think like nothing serious happens, but that's also kind of weird because like a couple of the things on this episode, I think could have been made like bigger deals. Like the one dude who isn't supposed to be drinking and then is drinking, but it's just kind of funny. That kind of could be a serious issue. And then also, like, Kim's, um, or I'm sorry, uh, 
what's the mom's name? Chris. Chris's like body issues. That's like kind of a serious deal, but it's also presented in sort of like a, oh man, she won't wear a sarong, mom. Like very strange way. The tone is so off for those storylines, which makes it even weird. Like that's why it feels so fake. Like if the the tone was real, like the only time I felt like the drinking storyline tone felt right was when he kind of came back to like the, the house or whatever. And like, there's some real like disappointed looks going on in there, but then they just shrug it off and see you tomorrow. We're leave it to the beavers, Kardashians kind of thing going on today. But like they tease it being relatable and then they just like, eh, we just swallow our emotions and we move on. That's, that's just like the microcosm for this episode. I don't know. If this is the microcosm for the whole show, then like, okay, there's like 700 episodes. I don't know how you tease this like, oh, I have this kind of issue and we're just going to swallow it, move on. This really works. Like, uh, this, okay. It's clearly working for them, Chris. I, I got to say, it's, it, it might not work for us, but the the, the empire speaks for itself. <laughs> no, I... I I could see like how you'd think this is how you could get some entertainment out of this. I think that it's relatable. And if you just like kind of take a step back and you're already invested in these characters by season six, episode 11, like presumably you are like, you don't really need it to be like uh, the Godfather. Like you don't need like the best storylines ever. You're just like, we're hanging out with your friends at this point. So like at that point we have like, pretty weak because we only watched one episode now we're watching some random episode in the middle of like after six years of this like i don't know it's it's just like not a great episode for us to jump into at least for me to jump into but i can't say episode one through eight is a good episode for me to jump into either because i think these people suck and i don't really want to be with them so that's it I, I do want to take a minute and talk about Scott, because uh, like I said, like Emmy used to watch the show, and I would, I'd, I'd kind of get some bits of the show. I'm just like, man, everyone in the show is terrible, except for Bruce. Bruce seems like a, a nice guy stuck, stuck, surrounded by insane people. When Scott just came off as like such a dick constantly, like this like whole drinking thing, but like the tone is not right. You don't feel bad for him. You're just like, this guy's a dick. Then there's this episode, and this was another episode Courtney suggested being a pretty good episode, but like I didn't feel it sort of was true to what the show normally is where Scott is like, has a weekend to himself and decides he needs to go to England and become like a Lord. And he, there's this whole thing of he goes to England and he has this big party and he starts calling himself Lord Disick. And like, it sort of becomes like, and we mentioned our old pal Jay Cutler, like from that moment on, he's like in on the joke and he kind of realizes like this whole thing is stupid and he's gonna be like kind of a bit above it. And he actually became like my favorite character in the show. Like, oh, Scott, such a, such a funny guy knows better than this and then uh, courtney broke up with him so you know i feel like that's uh you know she he he stopped being the the, the pawn he needed to be and then uh and was and was dismissed Rod, now, exciting news he for has you. his own reality show uh, go ahead yes <laughs> i haven't seen it there's some like uh house flip show and he's the star <laughs> so it's called flip it like disick yeah. is so that an upgrade more- or downgrade we need more uh, Kardashian content. We could go back to the Scott Disick uh, well with Lord Disick. James, what are your thoughts on Scott? Wow. Where to begin with Scott? That is, I like how Rob called him a character because I think that that really is, I think, how to describe him best. He seems just like a made up character. Like he's t- it's too much to take in to seem real. But I started out being like, this guy sucks to put it in Chris terms. But by the end of the episode, I'm like, oh, this guy's just adding a bunch of color to the show. Like, he's just the, you know, color commentary guy. You know, his jokes are terrible, but you just need something to keep the thing moving. And he delivers. So I kind of came around and was like, I guess this guy's critical to the show. Uh, Scott, drinking Scott, a thousand times better than non-drinking Scott. Oh, whether, that, whether that's good for his life or not, I, I can't say. But for this show. Oh, yeah. For entertainment value. Hands down. Uh, who is the 
the the brother in the show rob rob he was a dick i hated him <laughs> no what who, are your thoughts on acts rob? like that yeah i, I he definitely didn't seem that great because he's like really getting buddy buddy with Scott on drinking and like he knows Scott's got an issue. But what really tipped me over the line on him. It was uh, one of the previews, I think, in the next episode, and just called like uh, one of the sisters a dirty whore. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, buddy, um, you're not doing yourself any favors. And so he lost points for me um, with that at the end. Okay. There was a- there's also a pretty good incident where he like he said that like Scott was wearing like the same shirt as a waiter, like and he wondered like, oh, why are they handing you a menu? That was also pretty asshole-ish. Like, why would you why does it even matter? That was pretty why- <laughs> terrible. <laughs> All right. Before we get to questions, Rob and Noah, can you explain to me what is going on with the recent Kardashians and like the sex change thing? Like wh- who are these people? I, I don't understand. Rob, Rob, do you want to do you want to start? I can try to fill in after that. Well, I don't know how, how recent this is, but at yeah. at some point, Bruce uh, cu- decides to undergo a I don't know what the right term for it is, but he basically he he, he changes his name to Caitlyn, and he is a transgender woman, and now he's Caitlyn Jenner, and he got his own TV show too, so we could watch that show sometime. And that's pretty much all I know about it. I don't know much else beyond yeah. that. Yeah, I, okay. I looked into this a little bit because when uh, I was watching the episode, I was wondering had uh, Greg like really made public, like you know he's going to go through this change, um, and like are we in the middle of that process, the beginning of it? Um, and so this was filmed in 2011. He publicly uh, came out and said like, no, this is um, who he really is in 2015. And so this is like materially before. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Is like how well known it was was before he made it formal. Uh, but it seems like there's a 2020 interview where it became like locked in stone. This is um, uh, who she is now. Is she still married to Chris? No, they divorced in 2013, I think. Okay, so he was off the show already. Uh, I think, I think she's still like is part of the show. Like it was a mutual breakup. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, I don't think getting divorced disqualifies you from the show. I think he probably was in the show less, but I, he and then she was still a part of the show. But it's called keeping with the Kardashians. He's not a Kardashian. I mean, he wasn't a Kardashian when in this episode. He's Bruce Jenner. His name is Jenner. And oh, Kylie yeah. and Kendall, who have increased, like you said, they weren't really in this episode. They are now like giant players in this, and their name is Jenner. So like it's it's Kardashian Jenner empire. So is Kim still the lead? Do we know? I think Kim's still the lead, but like one of Kendall or Kylie is a pretty big deal in in her own right, and maybe is the actual main person now. I don't know. Yeah, one of them does like some sort of makeup brand, and they just hit like a billion in valuation or something. Highly, yeah, yeah. She 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 got to a billion like a year or two ago. It's like she is crushing it with her makeup business. Um, so isn't this like ending soon? Like, is it the last season or something? Or did I see that somewhere? No, okay, that no, no, no. It is true. Yeah, they're, they're ending like this season. Yeah, they they're gonna all get their own new shows so they can make triple the money. Oh. Empire. All right, ready for questions? Let's do it. Yeah, this please. is an interesting question. Oh wait, James, we got uh something coming in hot. I was just curious. So if they're all gonna get their own shows, they're gonna start their own streaming service. Ooh, or have an exclusive podcast network on Spotify or something. It seems like they might prime for this. I think they might be in the Peacock Empire. I think they might be given some hot Peacock content. The Peacocks? Peacocks. All right. Let's, James, I think uh, you can help oh, them launch it. Oh, yeah. This is, this is actually mind-blowing. <laughs> hot off the me. presses. Uh, so, shockingly, I just got to the Keeping Up with the Kardashians Wikipedia page. I don't know why I didn't look at it earlier. Guess who created this show? Oh, I saw it. Yeah. Ryan Seacrest. 
Ryan Seacrest. Like, yeah. he just, I, I don't know how he does what he does. He seems, like, in the, from, like, 2000 to 2010, he seemed to have planted, like, a lot of seeds, like Johnny Appleseed of America, but just, like, reality TV, and he just seems to have an empire now of Ryan Seacrest babies dominating everything. That's an odd way to phrase that, Noah. Are these his babies or like his furniture? Like, I feel like, you know, <laughs> wait, no, wait, no, no, this is definitely a baby thing because this show has grown up and now it's spawning new show babies. Okay. Okay. I, I, I now, Brian, like... it's been spawning new show babies forever. Like there's a whole spinoff season that's not called Team of Kardashians about Chris, uh, about Kim and Chris marriage and divorce in like three months games i'm being serious now you really should go talk to them and see if you can start their own network like if you can make this happen you're gonna make so much money <laughs> you gotta get to that yeah. ryan seacrest though he's he's the purse string here get games that. is the new ryan seacrest just uh put it on the twitter uh thing internet go <laughs> you, need, uh, you need a streaming network kardashians boom <laughs> uh, how much do you think people would play would pay for a kardashian tv plus Oh, that's interesting. Mm. All um, the money. I don't think anyone on this pod, on this podcast would sign up. You no. Think, what if the podcast starts our own streaming network where it's all Kardashian content? Ooh. If we can lock that deal, we're looking pretty good. Can we correlate this to the Kanye keyboard and see like how many people are going to sign up? Because a lot of people signed up for that shit. Man, I bet this show's got to be super weird when it's just Kanye instead of Chris Humphreys. Like, I don't, I haven't seen any recent episodes of this show, but that's got to be crazy. Is Kanye what? on the show? Yeah, now he is. I don't, yeah, interesting. I think so. That's what true. If we, we need to talk about Kanye. Maybe we need to talk about Kanye. <laughs> okay, let's get to this Kanye. What? Who? Kanye West is in the show? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. So Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are married now. So like Kanye is in the family. So oh, Kanye, man. Kanye that sounds is- way better than this episode. Why didn't we watch that episode? <laughs> Kanye West seems fucking nuts. Yeah, Kanye is, <laughs> is uh is North on the show? Is is uh do we got some Northwest action? I'm pretty sure North and Saint are on the show. Mm. Uh, back to my question: What if we started to do like a recap? pod based on kim kardashian on the keeping up with the kardashians we just hate on it the whole time we just barely talk about the show that can kind of i cannot spend any more of my life on this show <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's do questions dawn of the questions this is an interesting one who's the worst human being in this show or in this episode i guess I think you got Rob and Scott are high up there, right? This episode, it's probably Rob. I feel overall, it's Chris Jenner. <laughs> Chris Jenner. Yeah. Why? He seems He's... like a normal dude. No, 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 no. Chris is the mom. Is the Remember mom. that, Chris. <laughs> I I screwed that one up. Sorry. Wait. Yeah. Why is the mom the worst? She's like the evil mastermind of all the the drama and weird things they do. I mean, sure, that that could very well be true, but in this particular episode, in this particular episode, it, it's not the case. Okay, let's uh, you know, let's be let's be he fair did to say the question. Let's, you know. He said, he said Rob, and I agree. I'm gonna go with Rob. I I, I will also agree. Yeah, plus one to Rob, but I, I'm curious, uh, Rob Kitts, how does the mom like become usually the worst character? I didn't realize she played that role. Which is like, it's what Chris was saying about that the show feels fake and very manipulative with like fake drama and stuff. And it feels like she is the one kind of stirring the pot and doing a lot of that things. Like there's, there's one episode I remember Emmy watched where it's all about, she's like, she changed her name to Chris Jenner when she married Bruce and they've been married for, I don't, I, that was probably before there was 20 years. And she's like, I should probably change my name back to Chris Kardashian. And he's like, what? <laughs> and it's a whole p- plot episode. And about how like this is like out of nowhere, and he feels bad about it. Then she, then she's like, "Yeah, you're right. I'll just keep my name Chris Jenner." And it's like, it just feels so like weird and forced. And that's like, she's doing shit like that all the time. That's what the show is, Rob. That is that. That's exactly it. Fake drama. They resolve with a shrug. 
and they move yeah. on. Yeah, and Chris, you don't like that. Chris Lorenz doesn't like that, and Chris Jenner is the mastermind of that. I mean, some people like it. Yeah, I guess that that's all right. Is this the apex downgrade or upgrade to the host of the show? Which I guess would be just every character on the show. I don't, I don't really know if we we could skip this one. I guess. I mean, I think it's the apex oh. for every person on the show. <laughs> is it? You think that Kim isn't going to go like one up this show when she like has her own show? She's had multiple other own shows. This is still like the OG show that's like made her her millions. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I I agree. I think the only one that maybe. This is not their apex is Kylie because she started a billion dollar business, which is incredible. Uh, but Rob, you mentioned earlier that uh, what's his name got his own show. Lord Disick. Like having your own show, that seems better than being in this show. Yeah, yeah maybe. Not. You could argue for Lord Disick uh, upgraded by getting his own show. But it's not like a good it's not a house flip show. That's like nothing. Like, I'm sure he's more well-known for this show than that show. Like, I could get a house flip show. Like, just sign me up. I'd but, watch it. Hey, Chris, can we, can we put some money on the line here? Uh, Chris having a house flip show, let's say, by the end of 2021? No. No money. Uh, all right. What's the most baffling slash cringeworthy moment? Brian, I know you're good at these, so what do you got? You're muted. This is very tough. I think it's the tanker. The tanker incident was just too nuts. Didn't make any sense. (laughs) Like, why would you ever think that, like, anybody's talking, like, the subject is boats, and then you just flip it around onto yourself? Like, are you self-deluded? Like, what's going on there? Have you ever heard anyone call anyone (laughs) a tanker? That's not, like, a a thing. (laughs) It's not. Maybe it's a thing after this episode, though. Could be. I hope yeah. so. It's my new insult. <laughs> You're such a tanker, Brian. <laughs> Look at that tanker over there. Obviously, I'm referring to Brian. Obviously, the tanker's crushing it. I think. I think my most cringeworthy moment is when Kim's going shopping with her mom to, you know, try and pick out the clothes for this thing that she doesn't want to do. And Kim is just so completely oblivious and insensitive towards her mom's body issues and like what's happening that it is like so it is very very cringy like it's it's pretty brutal. Yeah, the way they cut that scene too, where she's like, she keeps asking the mom, the mom, the mom. She's like, oh wait, do these flowers look good in my hair. They really made that like a perfect scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and like there's like like they're kind of splicing it in with like 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 the older pictures of the mom and stuff like that. Like they definitely like, but yeah, Kim was not looking good in that one. Rob, what do you got for me? You have anything? I don't know if I have anything we didn't already mention. Like those are yeah. those are the kind of key cringeworthy moments. I mean, I, I one to raise up when her boyfriend of a year, Chris Humphreys, doesn't actually realize she was married for four years. <laughs> That that was kind of a cringy. Like, what is like, like like is that something at that point in time he could have found out with like with a Google or like by looking at her Wikipedia page or something? <laughs> he just did zero homework. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I got I got some minor minutiae I'd like to go over. So let's let's do let's do some of those. Uh, so at some point, Rob and Scott steal a bike or take a bike or do I don't know how they get this bike. So I'm gonna say they stole it. And they just like run it into the water and they just like leave it there. And just like, like what world do they live in? This is, this is not good. Uh, Rob, you have a minor minutiae you have, you want to share? I, I mean, maybe this is like slightly cringeworthy. Like I, there's a moment where Chris or Kim decides Chris and Chris need to get to know each other better. So they go to brunch and then she just leaves. And Chris Humphreys is like, wait, what are you doing? Where are you going? She's like, I think you should talk to my mom. See ya. <laughs> like such a, such a bizarre contrived for TV plan. And uh, I, I kind of got a kick out of it. Also at that meeting, the mom says to Chris, you're a big boy. 
like with a wink. Yeah. It was really, really awkward. Scott really enjoyed that. <laughs> Probably the only awkward moment in the show because Chris is the only one capable of being awkward. Uh, everyone else is just kind of in this like kind of mini acting mode. Um, there's a couple other things. Uh, when so when what's when the husband goes to Chris and is like, "You look great," and if you need help losing weight, I'll help you. And then Chris tells him, "Oh, you know what? If I ever get a nip tuck, you can hold my hand because." <laughs> She's not losing weight the right way. That that's her answer to her body weight issue, her body issues. I mean, that's not a terrible way. Like, if you can do it, like, not a bad option. It's the it's the L.A. nouveau riche way. All right, uh, all right. What are the drinking rules for this show, Brian? What do you got for me? You got any drinking rules? Definitely the crying one. Like, there's a lot of people crying. Well, what's the rule, Brian? No one else read drink. the links. Oh, drink if you cry. Or if you see somebody crying. Um, I think anytime you see, like, anyone's ass, like, just, like, flat out is the, like, focus of the camera, take a drink. That happens a lot. How about... Take a oh. shot every time Chris Humphreys throws someone in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Happens many times in this episode. <laughs> or True. tip somebody into the water. <laughs> I have a cringy drinking rule. Uh, every time they talk about Scotch drinking or Scotch drinking, take a drink. How about every time Scott drinks drink? <laughs> <laughs> how about anyone drinking? No, it's drinks or talks about how he shouldn't be drinking. I think that's the... Annabeth, do you have one? Um, I was also going to say every time that boy throws people in the water because I think it was four different people <laughs> in this episode. It averages out, you know. You know, It's only like one an episode. We didn't talk about how um, there was an incident where it seemed at first that he'd thrown someone to the sharks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he throws like Robin, or I think it was, and then everybody's like, "Oh my God, there's a shark!" And then there is a shark, and it's not clear for a few moments if that shark's gonna hurt anyone because the driver of the boat has just been telling them about how he got like 32 stitches from a shark bite. <laughs> and then it cuts to like Kim doing a testimonial, and she was like, "Everyone's overreacting." <laughs> Good impression. James, I got one. I thought of a drinking rule. Every time there's a shot of one of the people on the show looking at themselves in a mirror, drink while they Uh, look. There you go. That's a good one. Uh, Annabeth, about that moment, I I highly doubt there was a shark. I just I just can't believe it. Didn't we? We saw a bunch of sharks. We I mean we saw shots of shark, but did we see shots of them? And a shark at the same time? No. Well, I don't. I mean, Kim then talks about how like they brought them to a shark area to go swim with sharks, so it must be safe because it's like a tourist attraction. Oh yeah, I'm sure. But I was swimming with them. It okay. was just. I mean, I'm just saying like there's a percentage that I think that it is real, and there's a percentage you can think that it's real, and we can agree to disagree. But I don't know. It's, I think that's fair. I, I think they were non like human attacky sharks. I thought they were like little tiny sharks that don't hurt people. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say like there's no way they're risking their star like going into shark infested waters. You, like, really they gotta think, eat. you think is that what's his name is a star? Rob? Rob Bob Rob? I don't care about Rob. him. I was talking about Kim. Like you don't want Kim to hear that. Kim didn't go in the water with the sharks, did she? No, yeah, she she was she was like snorkeling in that water like directly after that happened okay but most she just wasn't thrown in yeah brian that's why you get the insurance (laughs) insurance the insurance so much on this show was obvious that all of these people are insured heavily (laughs) is insurance a drinking rule doesn't matter (laughs) like how much (laughs) 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 (laughs)
What's the, what do you think the production schedule of this show is? Rob, give it to me. Ah, uh, like this episode was filmed over like a day or two, right? But like they must just like bust out a season in like two or three weeks and film like three seasons a year. I don't know. <laughs> so they're in Bora Bora, right? Like yeah. how long do you think they're in Bora Bora? Like they're not in Bora Bora for like a day or two. I mean, they're they're there for a week. I'd say you film this in like three, four days, and then the rest of Bora Bora is like real vacation. Real vacation. What's nothing's more real than reality TV, Chris? Yeah, sure. Everyone loves to be filmed their whole vacation and has to be on the whole time. I think, except for maybe Bruce Jenner, everyone on this show really does love to be filmed their whole vacation. <laughs> and and Chris Humphries. I'm not sure Chris Humphries wants <laughs> to be filmed his whole vacation, but. The all the Car- all the Kardashians and and Lord Disick they love it. <laughs> Harrison, what do you think? What do you think the production schedule was? I mean, I think it's pretty clear that this episode takes place over the course of like two days. Like, I think that I mean, like they, I think that they they show the days. I mean, there's one night in there and then it, it it ends in in the next night with scott having to go and confess that he's been <laughs> drinking to his yeah baby's mom yeah i, don't know. I, don't I feel know. like you film a whole season over like three months though like i really have no concept of like how the season is like is it like a continuous stretch of time is it like they check in with the kardashians at different points throughout the year like i just don't really know what the situation is how do you not know this is our 200th episode. episode. <laughs> uh, all right. So who inspired the show? Who are these? Who's the show's mommies and daddies? I mean, um, this is Hilton I, show. Well, yeah. didn't we already talk about the daddy and his babies? Well, that he wasn't a show. I mean. No, no. It, no. It, it was it, American Idol. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, Ryan Seacrest. Uh, this has like no American Idol in it, though. No, this is him. Um, so again, going into minutia, and I know there's nothing tent to your question, but uh, so Ryan Seacrest started his own production company. He was inspired by the Osbournes, and he kind of just knew the Kardashians. He's like, these folks seem interesting. Oh, a- this is definitely just the Osbournes with different people, for sure. Yeah, so that's where he was inspired. Uh, but they did announce they were doing a Kardashian show when they said they were going to wrap up The Simple Life. So definitely in that universe. Oh, way to go, Max. I think you really nailed on the head on that one. All right. On to our last and favorite question. Uh, we do ratings. We do a stack ranking system where we do top, middle, bottom, where we rank this against other reality shows. And some people even do stack rankings in their stack rankings. So be prepared for that. Uh, Rob, why don't you start us off? Uh, I gotta put this in the bottom third. I don't like these kind of these kind of shows. I I know more about this show because I've probably seen like twelve or so episodes total over maybe more of like seeing bits and pieces of them. And like I do I do have a soft spot for Lord Disick. He's kind of fun. Uh, he grows on me over time. But overall, this is just like I was halfway through this episode i was kind of not even really paying attention to what's going on anymore and i don't think i missed uh, any real plot so uh it's, it's not that interesting uh max what do you got for us i'm gonna say bottom third middle of the bottom yeah i just couldn't pay attention after the halfway point i almost fell asleep you're almost falling asleep right now all right. I'm so, I'm so sleepy, dude. <laughs> well, if Max disappears, he's asleep. James, what do you got for us? Man, interesting. Um, I do agree. By the end of the show, I was definitely finding myself kind of zoning in, zoning out a bit. But having said that, the show is very good at what it is. Like you, you, you can't, you can't knock the show for any anything there. Production is through the roof. Music is great. Visuals are great. Location was fun in this particular episode. Um, people are like characters. And if you kind of look at them as characters, the show is an entertaining light walk. Um, so I'm going to say right in the middle, but top of the middle, because it's very good at what the show is. Shock. Noah, what do you got for us? 
I have very similar sentiments as James, um, and I usually don't like these types of shows at all. Uh, but I found this really entertaining. Um, so shockingly, I'm actually going to notch it one above James, putting it into the top, um, but the bottom of the top, because uh, there is better content out there. But yeah, putting it in the top. Noah, this is another sunset <laughs> moment for you. Selling sunset. I, I might have to kick you. Anyway, Harrison, what do you got for us? Yeah, I mean, this show, definitely an easy watch. Like, I didn't find it boring or, like, painful to watch. Like, a lot of the shows that are kind of in the bottom. Like, I didn't think it was a real Housewives of New Jersey. Like, I mean, you know, I, I, I definitely don't kind of generally like these kinds of shows that much. But I think it is, it's probably, like, the best one of these kinds of shows that I've seen. So I think that that's going to let it just creep up into the middle. And, uh, yeah, you know, I it's definitely not not offensive Maybe if it was on the background. All right. You weren't there when we did. Uh, what was that NFL announcer guy? The Bradshaw bunch. The Bradshaw. I thought Bradshaw was fun. That, that, just as a counterpoint. Uh, <laughs> Annabeth, what do you got for us? Um, I think this show is this show is like decent for what it is. I don't think I need to like go out and watch more of it, but it's really quick paced. It's very light. It's kind of funny. There's like some goofy stuff that happens. Um, so I think it's like the bottom of the middle. Okay, Brian, what do you got for us? I put top of the bottom. Like it's just a real nothing burger. I definitely. Like Rob said he almost tuned out. I definitely tuned out and just like started looking at other stuff and came back and it felt like nothing had happened. All right. Uh, I'm last. So I'm going to go bottom third. I hate these people. They suck. <laughs> uh, Storylines are fake as fuck. It's not real. I don't care about them. And I'm sad that this goes on for 50 seasons and $18 billion. So... Don't worry, it's ending and spawning new babies. <laughs> That's it. That's our discussion of ke- uh, keeping up with the Kardashians. And now we're on to the most important part of the show, where Rob gives the best shout out of the week with the update to the Mass Singer, obviously. That's right. So I, I missed last week, but there's only been one Mass Singer because apparently uh, something called the World Series and Fox showed that instead of the Mass Singer one week. Weird. Weird. But uh, yeah, so the we got a new batch of, of singers and the lips were eliminated and the lips was talk show host Wendy Williams. I was like, eh, whatever. Who? Question: Did the lips actually move in sync with the the singing? Not at all. And uh, she also sat down during her song because apparently the lips were heavy or something, and she had trouble like moving around, so she sat down. But yeah, that's both, gonna, like, you're going to tip over. Two of the four judges guessed Wendy Williams, so they they seemed like they're all buds. So they they knew that. Yeah, they're Annabeth sold up a photo of the lips, so that was correct. <laughs> Those are big lips. Those are some oh. huge lips. They're yeah, so like, much bigger than I could have imagined. They're so big. <laughs> so, Rob, we talked about this a little bit last season. Yeah. Where, like, people got kicked off when they were good singers and they left the bad singers on. Is that still happening? So, it's interesting. So, the first the first couple... So, they divided them into three groups again this season. And for some reason, they waited five episodes to show group three. They focused on just the groups one and two to start. And groups one and two were all surprisingly good. Like there weren't the, uh, you know, like there weren't that many that were, they were all like actually decent. Group three was not that great. All, all of them in group three were a little questionable. And so like Wendy Williams got kicked off and those seemed like the right choice. But like, uh, I think a bunch of the ones in group three were not as good as group one and two. Um, yeah, I haven't had any real ones where I feel like they're kicking off the wrong person. And uh, also haven't been any flagrant where they're giving dancers, uh, credit to go through when they're clearly not good singers like last season so it's been better on that front but it's also seemed more equitable i do also have a a a prediction oh so we talked when we watched uh 
can you see my voice about the fact that Nick Lachey was on that? And I was like, Nick Lachey seems like he's prime mass singer contender of like D-list in the reality show world, a former singer and stuff. So I do not have currently anyone I think is Nick Lachey, but Nick Lachey was buried to Jessica Simpson. And I think the seahorse is Jessica Simpson. Has Jessica Simpson follow, fall have fell this far? Like, oh, she absolutely has. Okay, but the thing is, like I said to Emmy, like there were some clues, and the, it was like it seems like it's Jessica Simpson. But the seahorse is a very form-fitting uh, costume, and I and I thought Jessica Simpson had uh, filled herself out a little bit, and I said to like I don't think that's the right. Uh, shape for jessica simpson anymore and emmy says no no she's 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 lost some weight and then so that that bodes for the seahorse is jessica simpson so we'll see does emmy guess with you while oh, you're yeah. watching okay we're definitely guessing all right just make sure that you guys are still get, like i i guess the point of the show would be fun if you guessed if you didn't guess it i don't, I don't get it do you have any other shout outs do we want to say anything about episode 200 like it's episode 200 like 200 <laughs> so many that's a lot of numbers there's two zeros that's and a two so bit. many reality shows we've seen reality shows no one's ever seen some sort of you the jury no one's seen that show we watched <laughs> utopia episode one numero one no one's seen that show no the show's gone shit. it's so long ago and utopia so reference drink <laughs> yeah. so so long ago that that like so many shows that didn't go anywhere. The, those are the shining moments. I think. I think the the you the jury is is almost my favorite. Just, just. I mean, you the jury's in our hall of fame. It got, it 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 won the the worst of the season. <laughs> I wonder if you could find it on YouTube. All all evidence that show's been destroyed except our <laughs> podcast. Those those are the only evidence that that show. We're gonna exists. get a cease and desist. <laughs> Get rid of that. Yeah. Don't give in. Yo, at like what point can we start like our own Hall of Fame? Like make it like really official, you know? Like some kind of John Taffer kind of move. I mean, we could put up a website tomorrow. Like Yeah. Like, I feel like I feel like that's really in our wheelhouse at this point. Yeah. And then we could point people to the pot. Yeah. We've yeah, got we four season winners and four season losers for the Hall of Fame. That seems like a good number. There are so many of these shows, I can't believe. Like, there's just an endless supply of trash. Like, it just keeps coming. Uh, I saw a new reality show on HBO Max. So, like, you know, that's a whole other streaming network we haven't even done yet. What's the show called? Uh, it's one of the, it's a standard competition show around, I don't know what, I forget. It's, Great pitch, Chris. What, Great what pitch. the hell? It's I was like... I'm just telling you it's a Netflix nothing burger again, so I don't know if we'll watch it. Maybe we will. I don't know. Uh, I got to say, as we get to episode 200, the every show feels like a show we've seen before is definitely getting stronger and stronger. <laughs> but, like, we also try to bring in, like, newer shows that, like, are coming up, and they all feel like just derivative bullshit. Like, why? Uh, why I mean... The standard competition show where it's just get 10 people together and you whittle it down to like one, like there's definitely good versions and bad versions and Netflix makes all bad versions. So you don't watch people glass blowing. No, no one liked the other glass blowing show. What about Terrace house? Netflix doesn't make that show. Oh, and that's not a standard did, competition show. That's just, People hanging out in a house with a podcast. We liked Final Table. That was a Netflix show. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. I liked the Lego show, which was like standard competition. But that's like, not a Netflix show. We're talking about yeah. Netflix competition shows, Chris. Oh, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> On the Chris train. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. You know, we're, we're still going. Get season five. Still coming up to pick another one for the Hall of Fame. I feel like it is the hall of fame when you're the number one or you're the lot number five or you're the worst you, you're in the hall of fame yeah we're halfway <laughs> through season five we got some good contenders for uh for best and worst more contenders for worst i think but <laughs> always <laughs> always 
We should maybe also rank the best and worst of like each, each season. Get like a well, five. Well, we have the best of the best, right? Rob, what's the current best of the best? The current best of the best. Did we did we decide? Did did uh, I think we still say Married at First Sight was our our favorite one? I think so. I was really disappointed when it wasn't Survivor. Or it might have so been I the challenge. We might have said the challenge. Took it yeah, out. we're definitely gonna have to publish our Mount Rushmore of reality shows. It's gonna have to happen. Deadly as catch was very high as well. But the the four in the Hall of Fame are Married at First Sight, The Challenge. Shark- Actually, I don't. Was Shark Tank the third one? Actually, I need to look it up now. Now I'm forgetting what we decided. What a good pitch, Rob. What a yeah. good pitch. There's no boat. You're telling me there's no boat on this Mount Rushmore of podcast shows we've done? I don't Come think on. so. All new, all new episodes, season eight of Below Deck. Let's go. Was, wasn't it Survivor? Chris, you keep trying to make Survivor happen. Stop trying to make Survivor it happen. It wasn't Survivor. <laughs> we all have our selling sunset. Nope. Get it. No. it was Survivor, wasn't it? Uh, well, the lowest ones were uh, The Apprentice, Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, Crisley knows best. Um, you were the jury, which we mentioned. And I get that a lot. That's what those are our Hall of Fame uh, bottom ones. What about Real Housewives in New Jersey? That's definitely a Hall of Fame bottom one. It, no, it is not in the Hall of Fame, Fame because it was season one, and the Celebrity, celebrity Apprentice uh, is our worst from season one. We need to extend. There's gonna have that's to be. Why, that's why I think that we have to do the top four, top five. Because across all of them, because we can't, we can't, well, we just, can't agree on a top four, top five. We I'm just, just saying, I think the number two from, you know, from year one might be, might be in there. I don't know. Who knows? Here's the real thing. We need to do the top gear, like complete stack ranking, all 200 in stack ranked order. Oh, I don't think just so. run some data analytics on this. We have the data. I don't That's some so. data analytics. <laughs> oh, the, the other hall of fame one that I was forgetting was Jersey Shore family vacation. That's the, I knew there was something that no. beat Survivor, and that's what did it. That's what did it. Yeah, that was good. Um, I, I don't know. I feel weird about going back and like relitigating. Like, I, I I think of it as like if you were to go redo the Oscars from like 1990 with your eyes of today, you might not choose the same like Best Picture, Best Actor. Yeah, that's uh, someone that would say that put Selling Sunset in their top third. Hey, you got Survivor. Jay's got Below Deck. We all got something. It's true. And to be yeah, fair, tell Noah, us about the new no, season no. then, Noah. Tell us about season three. I hate it. I tried season two, episode one. I couldn't get through it. Oh, so, no. I let the joke go on. I play into it, but I actually don't like it. Yeah, we know. That's why I said this is you're trying to take it back. Oh, I'm just trying to own up to our own uh, dirty little passion. So, wait, Blow Deck is back, James? Oh, you know it. The OG Below Deck, brand new season, season eight, I believe. Is this COVID season or pre-COVID? Uh, here's a fun thing. There is no mention of COVID whatsoever. <laughs> they just new season. No it's idea. Probably, it, it, a lot of these shows are filmed a year yeah. in advance. Yeah, like I, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, unclear when they filmed it. All right, let's uh, continue our shout-outs. James, do you have any other shout-outs, or is Below Deck your shout-out? Uh, that's going to be the shout-out of the week, this one. Uh, Harrison, what do you got for us? Give us your shout-out. Uh, new season of The Amazing Race is on right now. One of the teams uh, featuring former Car- former Carolina Panthers player D'Angelo Williams. Very good. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always down for an Amazing Race. Pre, it, they, and they make it very clear in this show, it is pre-pandemic. Etc. Etc. Annabeth, get your shout out of the week. Um, well, I was also going to say Amazing Race. I also want to mention I tried to watch another reality show, but have been unable to find it online anywhere. And it is The Mole Two. <laughs> it does not exist on the internet anymore. Is this The Mole Season Two or The Mole Two Season? The Mole one? Season Two. Season two. I desperately want to watch it because I've been seeing some news lately. I've been seeing Anderson's face. But his most famous work has been taken down. Rob, you don't have the DVD of season two? I only have season one on DVD. Uh, I can't even buy season two on DVD on Amazon. Amazon does not have it. What about, what about the torrents? 
Ooh, we haven't, haven't, I haven't gone there yet. yet. <laughs> I think you need to go in there. Like, if they don't want you to watch it, though, this is really juicy. We need you to come report back. What happened what in that? What did the mole know? Why? Uh, uh, yeah. Isn't there two moles? So Spoilers! There's, there's, like, there's, like, there's like four seasons of the mole. Two are hosted by Anderson Cooper, and two are, I think, celebrity seasons, maybe. There's actually a fifth season. Fifth but yeah, season? there's... There's two Anderson Cooper seasons, two celebrity seasons, and then a weird fifth season later. Okay. Uh, if I could have one wish for our 200th episode, it would be that after Anderson Cooper is done covering this election, he's able to exit the news business and go back to his true calling as the host <laughs> of The Mole, season six. What if we started our own streaming network that just gets all the rights to all these old reality shows? I feel like there's a market. We obviously want to watch it, so... Yeah, that's right. Where uh, where can we get that funding? Is that like who put this on at gmail.com? You can send us money there, I think. And we'll uh, start acquiring shit. Check our, check our Patreon. Uh, <laughs> Venmo us at who put this on? Only fans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what's your shout out of the week? Uh, It's not. I mean, I just started The Mandalorian, which I've also been hearing like good stuff about season two. And like season one is already pretty good, so it it's gonna be a fast watch. Yeah, that's good. Highly recommend. Max, you got a shout out this week. Noah, no. you got a you got a shout out this week. Uh, I watched Creep Show on Shutter. It was really yeah. good. <laughs> that sounds that's like a crazy setup. That just I don't know something sounds off there, Chris. But Creep Show. Creep just show. It's something awful. about just you I watched Creep picture. Creep it has show, nothing shutter. to do with going to strip clubs, James. But it's just like uh, what, what's the shutter? I don't. I don't know. I haven't kept shutter. Up. Shutter is a horror. A horror streaming Ooh, network. That doesn't sound like it's for me. Where they have a bunch of horror stuff, and this is like a anthology 20, 30 minute horror shorts, and they were really good. They were really engaging and really like compelling and uh the special effects were great uh highly recommend chris i have a question for you yes do you are you a fan of horror specifically around the halloween season specifically around the fall or just like an all-around horror fan i am a fan but it's not something i usually put on so i like got shutter for a month to watch the host which was a movie filmed during quarantine where everyone's like in a zoom call and it was really good and i put a couple other things on my list so probably do a month and then let it go uh it's you know so i'm like semi-fan but it's not like my favorite thing to watch so i don't tend to watch it that much there you are there you have it uh episode 200 well, you can find us on Twitter at Who Put This On. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Who Put This On. You can email us questions and suggestions at Who This On at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys next time. Is there a president yet? No. Yeah. <laughs>